Welcome to For the Record, behind-the-scenes insider podcast with Colin McCall, where we take a forward-facing look at your environmental requirements and help you make your EHS program an indispensable and strategic part of your company's growth. Remember to sign up for our complimentary For the Record email newsletter. And now, here's your host, Colin McCall. Welcome, everybody, to part two of my conversation with Chuck Doino about air emissions reporting and consistency. Hope you were able to listen to part one. Chuck, let's get right into it. A lot of the information that facilities would have in their emissions calculation spreadsheet is now ending up right into the system, the electronic system. We talked about states. How about at the federal level? EPA has been on the topic for quite a long time around electronic reporting and standardization and developing tools. We've seen some action on that front from EPA over the last year or two. What is EPA up to on this front? Yeah, so I'm sure most of the the people listening are familiar with EPA's central data exchange where uh, there's a whole host of different platforms, even outside of air, that that use that platform for reporting. You've got your MACT compliance reporting, there's EPCRA, there's TRI, there's a whole host of different regulatory programs that you report using the CDX. One thing that we're seeing now is EPA has rolled out their common air emissions reporting platform within the CDX. Now, I should say that it's it's a pilot program that they are rolling out state by state. Nobody's required to use it. But this past year, in 2020, Georgia used it for the first time. They were the first state to, to use that platform. And the goal here is that you can enter your, your production information, your emission factors, everything into this CARE system. You can submit your annual emissions report. That can directly feed the NEI, so there you eliminate sort of the middleman of states having to enter that information into the NEI. And then kind of the grandiose picture is that then that same information can be pulled into other reports that also require emissions reporting, such as the TRI. There's talk about greenhouse gases pulling data from that particular program. There's a whole host of different ways that they could go with this, but it all starts with how do we get it all into one central place so then we can pull that data into other platforms and other reports from that point moving forward. Chuck, the CDX system, you mentioned MACT reporting and EPRA and some of the things that have already been going on there. So this CARE, being the abbreviation CARE system, is now part of that. The other ones you mentioned, greenhouse gas reporting, that has its own reporting system, EGRIT. So the idea inevitably is that some of those other systems get replaced and we consolidate into one. Is that that's, that's the gist of it? That's the gist. Got it. And I'm no uh, I'm no computer programmer to know what what all needs to happen in order for that to that shift to occur. But I know that that's something that EPA is working on right now as we speak. We got to look at the CARE system during this past reporting cycle in Georgia. We got direct interaction with it. Any 
other advice, practical suggestions for those folks who are using CARES? And where are the states, secondarily, where are the states or jurisdictions where we expect to see it rolled out beyond Georgia? Yeah, so I've got a few what I'll call them best practices around CARES. A couple things, you know, CARES is only as good as the information entered into it. So what we saw this first go around with Georgia is it's really important to take the time to analyze and assess the information that is presented in CARES. You set it up appropriately the first time you go through it, it's going to make your life a whole bunch easier in subsequent reporting years. I think the other thing I would say is is it's important to plan ahead and get an early start on this, especially if it's your first go through with CARES. There's a lot of information that they request you to populate into CARES. So I'll walk through a couple of just kind of big picture examples. You have control pathways. So essentially you build in CARES from the source, the actual emission source, to the control device, to the stack. You build the different control pathways at your facility into CARES. And then you report your emissions for the for the release points that you that you have at your facility. And in a lot of cases, I think the states try to take a crack at that, but you know they're only using the information that they have at their disposal. They're not at the facilities, so it takes a lot of time to analyze what's right, what's wrong, and correct what needs to be corrected in the system. So if you spend the time up front the first time to go through that exercise and really line it out and get it accurate, it'll save you a lot of time in subsequent reporting years. But the sooner you can start on that, the better. The other thing that's out there is, and I got to give EPA a lot of credit, this is very much a a system or a program that continues to be improved. EPA wants feedback on how the system works, how, how users are interacting with it, what struggles they're having, they're taking that feedback and they're making updates to the to the platform, which is great. But the flip side is when they're making updates as you're entering information into the into the system to report your emissions, you may you may save your report one day, come back the next day, and all of a sudden you have some critical errors that you need to address because there was a an update to the system that now needs to be addressed. So it's great that they're taking the feedback and making it more user-friendly, but sometimes that can add some some challenges as you're working through the system. And the last thing I'll say is, is if you want to use the system to pre-populate other programs, just be aware of timing of when reports need to be submitted. The perfect example is that in Georgia, your annual emissions report is due June 30th, your TRI report is due July 1st. In order to pre-populate your TRI, you need to have officially submitted your CARES report first. So there's not a lot of time if you wait till the last minute to submit your annual emissions report and then pre-populate your TRI. So you got to plan ahead and submit your report early if you want to use that data to, to pre-populate any of the other reports. And as they add new systems, greenhouse gas, for example, that has a totally different time frame for reporting. So it'll be interesting to see how that changes as we move forward and whether or not they 
remove the requirement to actually formally submit your CARES report before you upload it to other platforms. Time will tell. The second part to your question is where do we see this going? What other states do we see coming in the horizon? So for this year, we know that Washington, D.C. has been added to the to the CARES list of states that are using it. There's also a few local jurisdictions that are using it in Arizona and Nebraska. Our conversations with EPA to date have indicated that in 2022, we should see a few more states get added to the list. Those states right now tentatively are Minnesota, Montana. The entire state of Arizona will be added to the list and Rhode Island. So you can start to see, we started with Georgia, we've added D.C., a couple of local jurisdictions. Now we move to, you know, adding four more states. You're starting to see the build of this as we move forward here. I would guess, Chuck, that there is some consideration and a question out there that we probably can't answer right now around the time and effort that you already mentioned that some states put into their electronic reporting systems. And the potential for those reporting systems to get completely replaced. So I would suspect that there are some state agencies that might not be so keen on implementing CARES just yet as they recoup the time that they invested. How do you view that? Is that something that's a part of this discussion, I would guess? So EPA has addressed that in some of the webinars that we've participated in with them. I think their overall approach is they're not requiring any states to use CARES. There's no requirement for them to do that. And they're looking at multiple other alternative ways to to get data from maybe existing reporting platforms into CARES so that it can be pre-populated into the NEI. So there may be some like sort of hybrid approaches that they roll out where They'll take data from the current system and it'll just they'll just transpose it into a format that they can automatically upload it into CARES and then the NEI. So it's possible that we may not see this sweeping change across the country. It may only be a small subset that uses CARES. I I kind of view it as those those states that have fairly outdated reporting systems are probably the states that are more likely to to move to CARES versus some other type of new reporting platform. But that's just my own speculation. There's some common sense, I think, to what EPA is attempting to do. Everybody going off of the same playbook, if you will, to do these submittals and to do it electronically in a way that links to all the various reports. So you don't have some of these issues we talked about earlier where you've got these different layers of reporting, but they're disconnected. So I think there's some common sense to it. It is an indication that from a federal level, they're going this direction that you mentioned, Chuck, which is all electronic, all standardized, all readily accessible to everybody on a somewhat real-time basis as things get submitted. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out here and how that rollout goes over the next few years, how many states we see. But that was good information about what the plan is, at least for the near term. So if you're in any of those states Chuck mentioned, you just got some practical advice about how to 
plan ahead and, and navigate a little bit of this system, the care system. Chuck, on the topic of consistency overall, just pulling it back, what can people generally be doing? We look, like to look ahead and, and be proactive. What can folks be doing to proactively prepare for future cycles of reporting? What's your general advice on this topic overall? Yeah, I think there's a couple of things that we already highlighted that would be good for folks to to evaluate and take a look at. You know, if you've got multiple people at your facility that are responsible for some of these different reporting programs that all use air emissions data, it's probably a good idea to take some time and compare and contrast the two. Make sure that you're using the same starting point from a production data standpoint. If there are updates that you have made to emission factors, make sure that those carry over to the TRI report or any of the other reports that you're doing. You can do some things like that to give yourself kind of a head start. So if you feel confident your data is already being reported consistently, if or when you have to use a new platform, you've already done the legwork to to make sure that your data is consistent versus having EPA or someone else come and ask questions as to why things don't line up. That's a good point, Chuck. We're going that direction anyway from a federal standpoint. That legwork is going to have to be done to get consistent, so do it ahead of time. That makes sense. Chuck, I appreciate the time today talking through this topic. Great talking to you. As always, we hope that this episode was helpful and gave you some good practical and forward-looking advice. And we hope that you'll join us next time. You've been listening to For the Record Behind the Scenes Insider Podcast with Colin McCall. Remember to sign up for our complimentary For the Record email newsletter to get weekly news and articles on a variety of timely EHS issues. The content heard on this podcast is not intended to replace an evaluation of the specific projects and regulations that you are encountering at your company.